It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network presents The Teal Report. Here's Dan Rusinowski. Back-to-back hockey for the San Jose Sharks as they're at home at SAP Center once again against the Seattle Kraken for the third time this year. San Jose is coming off a disappointing 3-1 loss at the hands of the Boston Bruins last night, while the Kraken are winless in their last six games, only one win for Seattle in their last eight games. For the Sharks, the galvanizing moment of last night's contest against the Bruins came in the second period when Mario Ferraro was dragged down by the Bruins' Taylor Hall. Bruins flip it down the right side into the Sharks' zone. Could be a penalty there against Taylor Hall as he hooked Ferraro down to the ice. And that's what it looks like. And you know, Mario Ferraro is shaken up here. Oh, that is all the Sharks need. Mario is having trouble getting up. And here comes Ray Tufts to try to attend. As Ferraro is hobbling on that play after being knocked down by Taylor Hall in the corner along the boards. It was an awkward contact. And oh, man, Ferraro does not look good. No, he... Uh, he twisted I think it looked like his ankle or his knee maybe going into the boards there a little bit and uh, yeah he's uh, he's coming off the ice here he's going to go right to the Sharks dressing room 12 minutes 3 seconds of the second period the Sharks need to score one for Mario here as he is helped off the ice and that casts a pall on things on the Sharks bench San Jose trailing by the score of 1-0 and Taylor Hall gets the penalty Ferraro was injured very clearly in a lot of pain as he went off the ice. Logan Couture didn't see it as much as he heard it. I was on the ice. I, I, I saw him go down and I heard him scream. I didn't actually see what happened. Um, the ref said he pushed him from behind. That's all. The Sharks captain says losing Ferraro for any extended period is tough to take. Yeah, it's difficult. I mean, guys are going down every game, it seems. So, um, you know, hopefully Mario's going to be all right. I, I didn't get to see him. After, but you know, hopefully he's back in there. But uh, yeah, it's difficult on those guys. I mean, we got some some guys that are playing, you know, their first couple games in this league, and I thought uh, I thought they played really well. The younger guys, and um, you know, but it's lots of minutes, and you're playing against a really good team. So um, you know, we'll have six to start the game, and hopefully it uh, stays that way. Head coach Bob Bugner says that one injury after another gets a little frustrating. We got eight regulars out of our lineup, right? If you if you start considering uh, Milosh and Magna and Carlson and Babank and Nishoff and Rudy Balsers, I mean the list goes on and on. It's uh, it's tough to uh, you know keep plugging holes every night. I think uh, I'll give credit to the guys though. I thought they uh, they played hard and uh, they competed hard and uh, you know we just got to find a way to come back and uh, play a smart game on a back to back. Overall, the Sharks head coach gave us his thoughts on last night's game. You know, a, lot of, uh, a little odd in the first period. We had, to, I believe, six minutes of power play, and we couldn't really generate much. It's obviously a pretty good team over there when it comes to the special teams and penalty kill and things like that. And, uh, um, you know, there was, uh, you know, we were bending a little bit in the, in, in the first half of the game, but not breaking, which was good. We were still giving ourselves a chance. Um, you know, there's a lot of shot volume against, but there wasn't necessarily a ton of high-end chances against. Problem was, is we couldn't spend enough time in their end. We couldn't uh, 
produce uh, um, you know some possession time down there um, until you know third period. We kept battling, kept working hard, and uh, you know the guys uh, they played hard for one another. We just couldn't uh, didn't seem to you know I know we played a, ho a lot of hockey this week, but uh, um, you know we were in the game. We gave ourselves a chance by winning the special teams, and uh, um, but you know we've had some chances at the end. You could see, and I thought for sure we we're going to get a bounce. We didn't. For defenseman Brent Burns, one of the keys to last night was the failure of the Sharks to convert on a four-minute power play very early on. That's when Eric Howla took a double minor for high sticking, and the Sharks failed to generate much of anything on the man advantage. Well, I think it's tough typically to get a power play early in the game. Um, it's no excuse. It was awful. The flow, I think, uh, typically your legs are, you want a couple shifts of, Lactate buildup, I think, just to, it is not good enough. I mean, it's it's tough at the start to get one, but you got to be better. Four minutes, you got to get uh, get in the zone, get get some flow. Our our entries were just just off, and um, you know, I think they fed off that, and, and we were uh, no good. I, I think it's I don't know, not good enough. Logan Couture wasn't happy with that four-minute power play either. Yeah, kind of. Uh... Shocking that we, we didn't start with that power play very well. Just entries were, weren't clean, um, turned pucks over, we weren't strong on pucks. We knew how they were going to kill. We were prepared for that. The power play's been really good lately. and Unfortunately, that four minute just took some momentum out of our game. But the Sharks captain was happy with the hard push that San Jose had in the third period. We just got a little bit hungrier on the puck there for that 10-minute push um, or 9-minute push, whatever it was. It's unfortunate that we didn't have that at the start of the game, but, uh, you know, some really good looks uh, down the stretch. So, um, you know, could have been a 2 2 game pretty, pretty easily. Um, probably didn't deserve to, to be there with, uh, without Rhymes making some big time saves, but could have been there. For the Sharks, the good news is that they get to get back on the ice right away after last night's contest. Brent Burns is looking forward to tonight. Yeah, I think that's always a positive with our, our schedule. You, you usually don't have very long to dwell, dwell on, uh, on games and Got to get back in, and um, we obviously need two points every night. So it's uh, yeah, it's good to get back at it. The Teal Report will continue in just a moment after these words on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. History, it isn't just a lesson of the past; it's evolving with champions who change the narrative. These moments we remember create stories we can never forget. The Los Angeles Kings select Quinton Byfield. History doesn't just live in the past, it's all around us. And black history is building the future every day. For more information, visit NHL.com slash black history. Star! Timo Meyer gets his first of the year and a fist pump. It's everything Sharks hockey in one place. The crowd is on its feet and check out the Sharks bench. They're into it too. It's the Sharks Audio Network, a 24-7 streaming audio platform dedicated to Sharks hockey and the destination to listen to Sharks games. You can find the Sharks Audio Network on the Sharks Plus SAP Center app presented by Western Digital and at sjsharks.com slash listen. Download the app today to listen to Sharks hockey plus unique Sharks content all day long on the Sharks Audio Network. 
No word as to the status of the Sharks' defense tonight, but you know there will be changes after the injury to Mario Ferraro. There was some hope that Nicholas Molosh might be closer to being ready to play, but we won't know anything about that until the team is out there for warm-ups. In the meantime, Ryan Merkley is getting a lot more quality ice time because of the injuries on the back line. Head coach Bob Bugner gave us a cautiously optimistic take on Merkley's recent play. He made a mistake on the first goal. It was it was a, a difficult pinch to make at that time. Uh, um, you know, I, I guess I can call it a young mistake, but uh, um, but you know, I thought he played fairly well the last two games. I thought that uh, um, you know he's learning. He's learning when to when to go and when not to go. And uh, you know, you saw at the end that uh, um, you know his his true uh, hockey sense and his and his assets are are uh, you know being able to distribute that puck and. and Make some plays under pressure, and I thought that uh, you know he he did well there. But uh, um, you know he's coming along. He's he's coming along, and he's starting to get a little bit of physicality to his game in the D zone, which we've been asking to jump the check a little harder and a little quicker. And those things are starting to come. There were some excellent opportunities that the Sharks had in the third period against the Bruins, but Jeremy Swayman made a couple of saves when he had to. Minute ten left in a four on four. Burns to center. Burns across the line. Burns makes his move to the right to the backhand. Wide, just barely wide of an net. And back toward the point, Berkeley stops it. He moves to the back end. Now he's into the slot. He shoots, save, juggled. Where is it? It's underneath Swayman. It's still loose. The Sharks jam at it. It's Merkley over to Hurdle. He shoots. It's blocked by Riley, and it goes into the goaltender. Swayman able to bail himself out of a disaster, and it stays 2-1. to one. The Kraken may be winless in six games, but the team is trying to stay positive. Jonas Donskoy says that's an absolute necessity. Hanging your head is not going to do anything for us. I mean, you have to, you have to forget it. You have to try to come here and get better. I mean, I mean, after at the end of the day, hockey is hockey is a fun game, and that's how you should try to enjoy it. And and uh, it's 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 not going to get us anywhere if we come here and everybody's hanging heads and and all that kind of stuff. So so uh, we have to stay positive. James Reimer makes his 12th consecutive start in goal for the San Jose Sharks against Philip Grubauer, who's played 40 games for the expansion Kraken. This is the third meeting of the season between these two teams, and the Sharks have yet to get a victory. They need one tonight. Make sure you're tuned in at 6.30 Pacific time for all of the exciting play-by-play coverage. I'm Dan Rusinowski. Thanks for joining us on the Teal Report. For the complete Teal Report and more great Sharks content, go to sjsharks.com slash listen.